walk into class, you walk past all sorts of trees. You go past the ginkgos next to Olin, the cherry trees that are blooming right now, and so many others. But you probably don't look too closely at them. And you probably don't realize that they're part of a much bigger picture, the Washu Arboretum. Hi guys, and welcome to Branching Out. This is a podcast for getting to know our green neighbors one tree at a time. I'm Faith. I'm Ivy. And I'm Cam. And today we're talking about the importance of arboreta. And if you're wondering what that means, keep listening and you'll find out. So before we get started, I think it's important to note, what is an arboretum? What are we talking about here today? So an arboretum is basically like a living museum of trees. It's the same way that a zoo is a living museum of animals, except for in an arboretum, most trees aren't going to growl at you if you get too close. That's good. I would not want trees to growl at me. Terrifying. (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. And the cool thing about our campus in particular at WashU is that the whole campus is actually an arboretum, meaning that if you're on the South 40 or if you're on the East End, all of that counts as the arboretum. So... When we look around at all the trees, like at least I, when I first was looking around at the trees, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We have a lot of trees. What I didn't know is that these trees are all selected carefully. So they're not randomly picked and planted. They're chosen based on aesthetics, ecology, and student benefit. When we look around and see the massive oaks and the magnolias, every single tree that we have planted has been carefully selected, planned, planted, all of that, which is a lot of work. And we have over 300 different species on campus, which means combination of species from all over the world have been brought to St. Louis, brought to our sweet, sweet WashU campus. <laughs> and these trees are able to withstand St. Louis weather and changing climate. So, you know, you're not going to have some tree that grows in the desert that comes to St. Louis because we are not in a desert climate. And they're also chosen with climate change in mind. So in the coming years, we're probably going to see more severe storms maybe more severe droughts, more severe rain. So the trees that are chosen are picked with resilience in mind. And this is really important and I find pretty fascinating as well. So I think something to keep in mind when we're looking around at our arboretum is the fact that beauty is only one small component of all the trees. Yeah, that's so true, Ivy. And also, like, I feel like a lot goes on behind the scenes that the Washington student body or our visitors may not see because... On the outside, we have this beautifully curated campus, not a weed in sight, and that is all thanks to the planting, maintaining, and caring for trees that's handled by our groundskeeping team, Focal Point. Woo-woo, go Focal Point. And they're super nice. They are super nice. So this seems like a ton of work, at least to me. Why do we actually bother doing this as an institution? Arboretums are important because they promote research, education, and service. For example, at WashU, our arboretum has become a repository for species that are endangered in their native region. So we have Ashes Magnolia, a federally endangered tree, and the Don Redwood, which is locally endangered in China, both here on campus. But obviously, Rome wasn't built in a day. So how did we get here? That's a great question, Cam. So I um, am not one to know a lot about history, but I did read up a little bit on WashU's campus and the role trees have played here in the past. And I found out that in 1922, Washi's campus was essentially bare of any trees. But as we started to grow and become a large institution and add more buildings, we were like, might as well make it a pretty place too. So our arboretum was actually started in 2009 by Kent Thieling. He was our grounds manager at the time and resident horticulturalist. 
He was one who actually started tree tours, which you can still get today on campus, and they're led by our campus Loraxes, which is a super cute group of people who know pretty much everything about any tree on campus, and they're kind of just like a huge repertoire of knowledge. In 2018, we actually posted a bunch of QR codes in front of some of our trees to showcase them, and these QR codes take you to our Arboretum website when scanned, so visitors and students can learn casually when strolling around campus if they get interested. And for those of you who are really curious, in 2019, we were certified as a Level 1 Arboretum, and today we are a Level 2 Arboretum, which just basically means that we have more species and more programs dedicated to education here on campus. And so on that note, having an Arboretum as a campus and a campus as an Arboretum is pretty great for students. We get to walk around and enjoy the beauty, and we can also learn from these trees. So we have two courses on campus that help us do this. So we have Woody Plants of Missouri and a new course this semester, which is Research and Public Education in the Arboretum. Faith and I have actually taken Woody Plants of Missouri, and we are all in research and public education in the Arboretum. And the reason that I was drawn to Woody Plants in the first place was I am a STEM major, so I've taken a ton of massive STEM classes in which it's a lot of content, a lot of really hard exams. It's very impersonal, big lecture classes. And I was just feeling like I needed a more intimate environment, wanted to be outside I love the outdoors. I love plants. I'm interested in them. So I figured I should actually have some knowledge on them. Essentially, every species that has a QR code in woody plants, you are required to learn the trees. And it sounds tedious, but it's a blast. It can be hard at times, but it's amazing. So what about you, Faith? Why'd you take it? <laughs> well, yeah, as similar to Ivy, like as a pre-health student, like all those basic STEM classes were so tedious and I honestly wanted something different, just like you. Um, the outside aspect, the outdoor classroom definitely pulled me in. Like, I remember I took it actually this past fall, and the class was literally like rain or shine. So I would just get up, walk to campus. If it was raining, we'd be inside, of course. But if it wasn't, we would be able to walk around campus, visit all the trees. And I thought that was just such an amazing new way to get people involved and get people excited because I found myself waking up and being like heck yeah it's beautiful outside and I can't wait to go take a stroll maybe I don't know like a little adventure every morning yeah definitely like nice to walk around because the mm -hmm. class was really early so you know 8 a.m class or 8 30 8, eight. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's tough but like you get to walk outside. It's great for mental health. A little bit of movement in the morning wakes you up. Yeah. No you get to walk past everyone else going to their normal big lecture classes. True. And you're just playing and you're like, outside. I'm playing at the trees. Yeah, <laughs> I had people like actually talk to me and they're like, hey, like we just saw you and your little like cohort of plant girls and plant guys walking around campus. And I was like, yeah, you know, we just kind of parade around looking at trees. It's it's cute. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't realize how noticeable we were. But yeah, when you're in it, you don't yeah. realize and then afterward everybody's like oh yeah. you're you're in that what about you kim so actually the arboretum and the plants here was actually sort of what drew me to come here in the first place and i'm a freshman so i've only been here for one semester but i've been looking for ways to get involved and so when i found out about this class i was really excited and i definitely already knew that i pay attention way better in outside classes than in normal classes and so yeah this has just been an excited opportunity yeah i think we need a little bit more experiential education in our lives and We're not meant to sit down all day. No, at least I'm not. 
So like we were saying, we're all in the Arboretum class together, and recently we did a project where we got students to write love letters to trees, and then on Valentine's Day, we hung them up all around campus. And so you might have seen us doing that, or you might have seen them after the storm blew them all away and we had to go around and pick them up. But either way, we were really excited to see how many students were excited to come and write love letters to trees, and it really showed me that there is something more important about these trees than their aesthetic or their ecological benefit. They make us happy, and they sort of make campus much more fun to be on. And so um, that's basically one of the reasons why we're starting this podcast, is to educate, but also just to share the love and um, show you guys how much we care about these trees. Cam, that was so well said. (laughs) That was really sweet, Cam. I feel the same way. Well, going on the topic of love, just curious, what is everyone's favorite trees or least favorite, just to give our listeners a taste of who we are and our tree preferences, I guess? (laughs) I love the cherry trees. They're gorgeous. They're very popular, obviously. They're blossoming right now, aren't they? Oh, they are blossoming. And it is the second week of March Mm -hmm. right now, so for those of you who don't know, and they're blossoming about two weeks earlier than they did last year so yeah they're bright pink flowers really quite lovely and they're big too they are big oh they're so nice yeah so i love the cherries i also love the crab apple on campus just Mm because you get to sit under it Mm -hmm. it's so nice what about you cam um any faves or least faves i see i don't i haven't been here long enough to know exactly which trees that we have but Mm -hmm. i just like all the ones that are super big with, like, long branches that are close to the ground, so they look super climbable, they're super good to sit under, and then, like, when you're walking past them at night, they look really mysterious <laughs> and stormy, and it's, like, it's, it's just cool. Vibe check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little mysterious. I am a sucker for a good Southern Magnolia. Love. Uh, I just think uh, she's beautiful. We have one in the Simon lot. She is the only tree in there. So it can, like, look a little lonely, but there's also one next to Law by that, like, three-story staircase that I've seen people, like, lose their breath walking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But she's such a beautiful sight at the end, and I just love, like, how waxy and thick the magnolia leaves are. Yeah. They just look so different, and... And the seed pods? Oh, my gosh, If you If you don't know, look up online, uh, Southern Magnolia Seed Pods. They're crazy looking. They look like some alien made them. Oh, wait. Speaking of alien, I also really like the the witch hazel trees. And if you see them, like, before their leaves are there, then they just have these crazy little orange flowers. And, like, I was walking past them, and I just smelled them. And I'm sure I look crazy because I was just looking around for what the smell was from. And it's from the witch hazel. So they smell really good, too. Oh, I don't I think I've ever that. really, like, sniffed a yeah, witch hazel. Yeah, have a good sniff. I will now. Yeah. <laughs> I personally am really biased towards native trees. Um, and so one of the trees that's native to both Missouri and Arkansas, where I'm from, is the witch hazel. Wait, that kind of got me thinking. I feel like whenever I'm asked what my favorite tree is, my default is a southern magnolia, but the sugar maples, for me, just do it. I don't know what's going on. And Ivy, if you guys don't know Ivy, she taps maples and gets their sap and makes maple syrup, so she's like a maple connoisseur, but I just love their colors because... New York where I'm from like in the fall you just see all those red golds and maples are like the biggest part of that you got me thinking not to like go off on a tangent but to also go off on a tangent I love persimmons oh the bark you have talked about them the bark of a persimmon tree is insane you know that there's a marvel character the thing I think that's (laughs) it's like the hulk but it's uh orange and I think that persimmon bark looks exactly like the thing. And then it also has persimmon fruit. So 
I feel like it's a win-win. I have something to say about persimmons. One time, I went car camping for a weekend, and it was me and my best friend, and we decided not to bring any food because we were like, we will live. We can we can scrounge. And so it was like the second day. I had eaten like a peanut butter sandwich, and then we were in this park, and I found a persimmon tree, and I sat there and ate like 10 persimmons. It was the happiest thing ever. So I love persimmon trees too. Yes, and uh, what you didn't see in the podcast studio is that Faith just looked up a picture of the <laughs> yeah. thing. And she now understands. Yeah. Maybe they pulled inspiration from the person. Are there any nature or tree superheroes? Uh, Groot. Oh my God. I was about to say like (laughs) Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And Bumblebee. The Transformer. (laughs) Yeah. Close enough. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) Big tangent. (laughs) Now that we've really taken you on a journey, um, let's get back to the point. (laughs) <laughs> so Arborita are great tools to learn more about our green neighbors and get the community involved. And these institutions basically act as a curated representation of nature. And it makes it less complex and easier to interact with big ideas on a more small and digestible level. So in other words, Arboretums are nature in the palm of your hands. Beautiful, Ivy. Thank you. So you guys got a taste of what this podcast is going to be like. Thank you for listening. And check out our Arboretum website, trees.woosel.edu, if you want to learn more. And if you find us on campus, come say hi. Once again, I'm Ivy. I'm Faith. And I'm Cam. See you next time. Bye.